Good grief! We are recording episode 6 of Talking Nuts and Peanuts podcast. I am the Chief. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy on the end of the airwaves. It's you. Hi, Chief. It's Parky. Yes, yes. How are you, Parky? Well, I'm going to tell the listeners how you are. You are grim pickings. Because you just text me some bad news about some uh, domestic appliances. Yeah, it's all about the new things that are happening in the, in the house, those teething problems. Uh, boiler broke. Five, five figures to fix it. Um, five yeah, figures? De- decimal Ten point grand? The, t- decimal point after the first oh, okay. three figures. Okay. Um, but still, <laughs> it felt like, um, you know, when you just you spend money to maintain something, yes. To maintain, you know, rather than getting something, you know, I could have bought, you know, four pairs of Hoka trainers or something like yeah. that for, yeah. for 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 four hundred quid. But yeah, I've got a friend; they've just moved into a new house, and okay, fine. Your survey will tell you X amount of stuff, but you know, they've had problems with their boiler and woodworm and all this other stuff, which you know, you, you almost have to accept that. Right, I'm moving into a new house. There's going to be loads of problems um, yeah. that we didn't see on the outset. Hopefully, yeah. this is your only one, Parky. Well, it's it's, it's the fourth one uh, this week <laughs> <Okay>. so far. <laughs> but it's um, yeah, those those house <clears throat> those house surveys are when you buy a house and you have to get like a structural survey done. We don't have to, but they say, oh, it's, we advise getting it done. Yes. and then the survey is returned, and it'll always say it, everything is caveated. Like you know, it looks fine, but it could it could it could disintegrate in a week. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, you know. At the end of the day, like it's just, uh, you know, I, I'm not too sure unless they they find, you know, sitting on like a World War Two bomb or something in the garden. Yep. Then you know, I'm, I'm buying the house. You know, wh- whatever it finds, it's just going to be, it's just going, it's going to be sort of kind of doable. Yeah. Um. But other than that, like actually, it's been good. I've, I've put drum lessons. Um. I'm 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 going I'm going full white male midlife crisis yeah with my with my sort of uh my hobbies at the moment so i've, good, I've literally good. just put in a new order for my my next batch of craft beer that i make at home i've got drum lessons ah did yeah, you go skating I just, this morning as well uh i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't go skating this morning because i was out a bit late last night um right and that's feeling a bit rough and my coordination isn't isn't it's you okay. can probably sense my, my voice is a bit deeper than it normally is which is what happens yeah you're not quite in after. barry white you're not quite in Barry White territory. No, like but Teddy Pendergast. There. Teddy Pendergast, yeah, one of my favourites. Um, you got, you got, you got what I need, um, etc. We won't do the next line. But now, talk to me about your craft beer. I'm interested there. Uh, is it? How, how can you gauge percentage? Is it just a case of I drunk three and I'm falling on the floor? Must be strong. Yeah, that, I mean that's how the guys do it at Heineken. Um, that's, the precise, <laughs> that's, that's the precise message. Right. No, no, it's um. It's you do a uh, you so you each each one of your the grains that you put in yes. to make your beer so which is called like you know the like the, the barley when you read the ingredients you'll see like you'll see barley and other sorts of sorts of grains and each one of those has like a kind of profile I guess um, and then so you can work out what about what what your percentage is going to be but then you have so when you've you've um, you've boiled up your beer and you stuck yep. it in the fermenter. Um, before you kind of pitch the yeast, you can just quickly take a uh, a little tube and then you pour yep. this thing in, uh, put this thing in. It looks like a thermometer. Um, right. I forget what it's called now. And then it sort of measures the gravity of the water. So um, you take a reading at the start and then a reading at the end. And then from that, you can you can work out what the um, what the yeah the percentage is because I think it, it sinks more when there's 
more alcohol in. Gotcha. So yeah, you could yeah you can because it's like less dense than water. And how? What's the result so far? Have you have you had some nice tasting ones? So I've brewed about six batches or seven batches in my career, and I think mm, uh, probably about five of those um, I've poured the whole batch down the sink after taking one <laughs> sip. <laughs> um, but two, two or three batches have been yes. like drinkable, and one was actually <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I used I now, used um, I wanted to make beer just with New Zealand hops because I lived right. in New Zealand for a while and I loved the craft beer out there. So I just bought New Zealand hops and I got this one hop called Nectaron, which tastes like mango. It's Ooh. honestly cheap. It's delicious. And so yes. I made this this one beer. It's delicious when someone else brews it. It's well delicious when someone else brews it. <laughs> but the, the one beer that I have done that did work out really well yes. was one that used this this sort of kind of mango okay. tasted hops. And yeah, now I'm thinking, delicious. can we brew some kind of peanuts based beer? Hey, that's a great idea. That is can a great we? idea. What, what would you call it? What's, what's a, a pun on? Well, um, I think we could have like each. We could have a multitude of beers. Each one, you could have a Charlie Brown beer. You could have a Linus beer with obviously playful names. You know, you could we could brand each one for each character. Yeah, like Lucy Lager. Lucy Lager, uh, a, yeah. A Sally Saison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we might need to get some copyright issues resolved here, licensing, yeah, etc. But, you know, I think we can do it. Let's trademark this right now. Anyone listening, we're trademarking it right now, so don't grab this idea. Well, do you know what, actually, on this as well, like, thinking about our peanut snacks, um, and I was like, I asked Lucy, um, not the Lucy, Yep. Uh, this week, Lucy, my partner, um, is there like, can you get peanut drinks? And you can apparently. You can um, yes, yeah. yeah. So I'm, no, I've I'm, had, I've had on a previous podcast where I used to do a beverage for the show segment, very similar to the snack for the show, uh, and I did have a peanut-based drink in a carton. Um, uh, okay. With UHT well, Long Life Milk, it was pretty rough, I think. Is it? Well, we, 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 we won't we won't go too more into that, and then so we can you know do yeah, a proper we can review. Utilize them again in one week. Has she tried it then? Or no, no, no. So she yeah, but basically she just said yeah they they exist. Um, and I think that I think I think she used to see it a lot. I think it's in um sort of uh, like you know Chinese supermarkets. Right, um, gotcha. And I think in like kind of West Indian shops around Brixton where right. we used to live. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, now listen, yeah. it is time, that's a great segue, Parky, it's almost like you planned it, it is time for Peanut Snack for the show. Peanut Snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut Snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show, gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. Now, this is what I was going to have last week, Parky, uh, and I unfortunately left it downstairs. It is a peanut butter, our second of the of the six episodes so far after your Lidl um, case. Did you call it a case? A case I did call no. it a case. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a tub. No, I've got a jar uh, of Manilife, M-A-N-I Life, Manilife peanut butter like no other. Okay. And it's it's a... Short stubby jar, but big girth. I'm going to get into it here. 275 grams. I like the packaging. It's got a great taste award from 2022. Uh, now, I sent you a picture of this previously. It is heavy on the nuts. Now, obviously it's peanut butter, but what I mean is nut chunks. It's obviously a crunchy. I say obviously, you know, only a, you only go smooth if there's nothing left in the cupboard. Yeah, yeah. But or you've this, got to feed your kid. It's yeah. So this has got like peanut halves, not like little chunks of 
peanut, but actual peanut halves coated in this um, gelatinous peanut butter <laughs> itself. Uh, I'll give to, you the... Yeah, you have on. to get a picture up on, on the Instagram, Chief. Uh, Chief sent me a photo of, of this peanut butter and it, it, it just looks incredible. The, now, size, the size of the peanut chunks. I mean, yeah, yeah. Original roast peanut butter ingredients. Now, I don't want to say this word wrong, so I'm going to get you to... How do you say this? It is O-L-E-I-C. O-L-E-I-C. High Olic peanuts. Wow. 99.37%. Sea salt... 0.7 percent love it that's it a little yeah. dash of sea salt and then they actually do other flavors they do a original roast which is this is which one's this oh this is the original roast and they give you um flavor notes on it so it says lighter golden caramelly you can get um the deep and with, with a texture of uh irresistibly creamy with a big bold crunch then you can get a deep roast which is deeper darker more intense and then you can also get a smooth one as well. Irresistibly creamy, no crunchy distractions. Well, anyway, we don't want to talk about that. So I'm going in twice here. I'm going in <laughs> literally with a teaspoon straight into the jar to start with. Love it. And then I'm going to spread it on something. So that's unadulterated. No. Okay. Quickly behind the curtain there, people. In the excitement, I stopped the recording. So I've had to just restart. But this is... Oh my goodness. I'll tell you what I like as well, which this must be due to the type of peanut used. I don't like peanut butters that almost slack on the oil or I will allow a bit of oil. This one's got no oil, but it's a loose, it's a loose consistency. I don't like ones that just clag up and you can't spread it. I like a loose consistency. Um, yeah. And it's amazing how they've done this without any oil in this particular brand. It must be the type of peanuts they've used. High oleic peanuts. Um, that's good. High no, what peanuts? Sp- <laughs> yeah. I spread a little bit onto a uh, pumpkin, pumpkin and oat rivita. Nice. Now, I must say, I'm happy to go straight from the jar, but for me, peanut butter does taste better when it's spread on something. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. What about my like, first? This is not my first dealings with Man of Life today. I had four crumpets for breakfast. I put, with peanut butter on. Yeah, I put a big wedge of butter. Like it looked like I was slicing cheese onto that onto that crumpet. Then I put a massive, thick layer of this Man of Life peanut butter on top, so you couldn't see. I have to spread it so you can't see anything of the thing you're spreading it on. Yeah. I don't want to see an edge of toast or an edge of crumpet. I was covered. So I've probably yeah. eaten, of this 275-gram jar, I've probably had about at least 50% of that jar today. I've at least had 150 grams of peanut oh, butter today. Oh, God. All that oleic acid that's going through your um, going through your veins, Chief. Yeah, exactly. High oleic you're gonna, acid. You're going to have some, gr- some, great, some great circulation. It's about 1,000 calories in peanut butter alone I've had today. <laughs> So I'm let's red. get let's get but listen let's, let's get, get down to business let's get down yeah. to business as a I like to do it Parky's way as a peanut butter I'm giving it nine out of ten uh, as a peanut based snack I mean it's effectively just peanuts so I was thinking about going eight but I have to give it a nine as well because it's just peanuts isn't it or do I give it eight because it's a little bit because as a peanut based snack you do need some accoutrements i.e. a spoon or a knife <laughs> or something to spread it on or you could just get your finger in there i suppose into the jar i've, I've done that it. before 
How do you feel about how do you feel about vegetables in peanut butter, like a carrot baton or a bit of celery? Oh, I've never tried that. It's the one. It's the one way that celery yeah. tastes good is if you dump it in peanut butter. It's like cauliflower and cheese. Cauliflower is rubbish until yeah. it's covered in cheese, and then it just yeah. really the cheese really brings I mean, something out in the cauliflower. Your segues are incredible today, Pocky, because I'm having cauliflower and cheese when we finish this episode. Is it? Oh, yeah, I'm, like a, I'm slathering that in a Frank's like a Red today. Hot Buffalo Wing Sauce. Oh. Yeah. cauliflower wings that's a thing isn't it yeah you get it's like a vegan, vegan alternative yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I, anyway, I, that's I, the snack yeah go on sorry i was, I was gonna say that i, I thought I, I knew this was going to be a high score after seeing after seeing the mm. pictures and and yeah. you know you reading out about the the oleic acids and and the sort of marketing bump that's gone aside i'm gonna have to say though the one thing i don't like about this peanut butter go on. is the name matt man life what's that about yeah. i don't know it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense. No, no, no. If you're listening, Man Alive, we don't want your sponsorship. <laughs> but we'll have your we'll peanut take butter. It, but we don't want it. We'll take it, but we don't want it. <laughs> um, listen, we are discussing here March 1951 of Peanuts, the comic strip. And we need to come over to you, Parky, now for some stats. Stat boy. Frank out. I am going in. I reckon it's a lot closer this week. I reckon last week, Charlie Brown was head and shoulders. He crushed the opposition beneath his boot heel. Uh, but this time, I think it's closer. I think he's still ahead, but I think it's a lot closer. You'd be right. You'd be absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think um, you're reading Peanuts now with frame count in mind, aren't you? <laughs> I think I'm just reading it and remembering it more than anything. <laughs> and then... So how many did he have? Uh, have you got a number for me on the season? So Charlie Brown's out, out in out in front, yeah. But as you say, it's a much closer month this month. So Charlie Brown's 73. Okay. Um, and then I struggled here with the second one. I'm probably going to go... I'm probably going to go Shermie. <laughs> <laughs> He's last, yeah? He's last by a He's long last. way. <laughs> He's last. So the man who professed to suddenly be reading and remembering Peanut Strips 30 seconds ago... Uh, we take all that back. I edit that out so I don't look like a clown. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Shermy, like I said, is last. No. Um, so it probably is Patty second. Patty is second, 54. Yes. Yeah. All right. Strong month for yeah. Patty. And then Violet? Violet is third. Yeah. Yep. 35. Then the old Snoopster. Snoopy on 14. No, is a spoiler, no clues this month uh, about who owns Snoopy. No, no, so the mystery Snoop, is ongoing. Snoop. The mystery is ongoing. Snoopy's freewheeling. Littlest, littlest hobo. Yep, um, yep. And then yeah, Shermie free... is the forgotten man in last place. Shermie's on 12. I mean, that's... that's oh, my goodness. I said he had the second most, anyway. You did uh, say he had the second most. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was getting him confused with someone else. I think uh, that's the lowest frame count um, of any of the characters right. um, okay. since, since, we, since, since, since records began. <laughs> since records began. It'd be yeah. interesting to see if he can up his game for April. Yeah, hopefully. Now, I do like Shermie. How did you find this month overall? Were you Chief, pleased with it? Chief, I'm going to go out yeah. on, a, on it with a big big statement here. This is the best go. month so far. Okay. For me, this is this this was high quality. There are a couple of turkeys in there, but I think, as I've said before, they're kind of needed for the rhythm. Yes. Um, but like this, this was chock full of, I think, very, very funny strips um yeah yeah most my favorite month so far and i know we were gonna we were gonna we're talking about doing you know for the listeners like you know our sort of kind of running top five or top ten strips i think we need to need to get on that because there's i think we do we do at least 60 percent of that 
um, will be from this month, I think. Like, cause interesting, because yeah. I don't think any will come from this month for me. That is interesting. So yeah. what, what's your overall impression? Well, I'm, I'm looking at my notes, and I've written almost no notes for this month. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10, no notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but like, you know, I'm just thinking like... Think, well, I think this will be definitely one of those ones where a conversation about the strips will bring out a bit more gravitas from them for me. So I'm hoping that uh, conversing with you about some of these strips will make me think, oh, yeah, that actually is, you know, blah, 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 or whatever. So it pressure's yeah. on you now, Parky, to convert me. It probably, it'll, probably, it'll probably just more like reaffirm your, um, your, your <laughs> correct, correct opinion. Um, I just, I just like, you know, just the strips that also that, you know, we've got, we've got, we've got baseball comes in for the first time. Yeah. We've got all the mud pies that, that Violet is obviously famous for. And, uh, and Violet meets, oh, she meets the rest of the gang here. You know, last month she was very much, it, she was like almost like Charlie Brown's figment of Charlie Brown's imagination. Cause I think she only appeared with Charlie <laughs> Brown, but here she meets, she meets Patty and she meets Shermie. Um, yes. Well, we yeah. see them together for the first time. I mean, they probably knew each other, you know, outside of the comic strip. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> if this world exists. Um, where do you want to kick off with this one? Well, I, I think um, I've got kind of like a, a grouping of, of um, strips, which um, it's yeah. sort of, it, I think we've, we've spoken about this kind of humour before that Schultz brings in quite a lot. And I, I'm trying to think of a name for it, Chief, and maybe you can sort of kind of help out here. It's this sort of kind of, it's a real punch, sort of kind of punchline humour at the end um and it's it's almost like kind of i mean i've got the word absurdist but anyway let, let, i'll go through right. uh, like uh, three there's three really strong examples of that yep, this month um i'm going to go with the with the, the last one of the month first i think it's the 27th of march 31st um, is the last of the month oh the last of the three <laughs> the last of the three yeah sorry <laughs> yeah yeah the 27th of march Look at his hat. Do you like his hat? I'm not a big fan. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this hat. Actually, it's a bit like a French cycling hat, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not a massive fan of it. How about okay. you? All right. I like. I prefer his one in the 26th. But anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So it's um. We we see um Charlie Brown. Um. He's chatting to Patty. who's sitting on a step. He's on his way to the library. So the first frame is I'm returning this book to the library. Then he the next frame he's. Talking to Sir Patty, he says, I finished it in one day. And then Patty says to Charlie Brown, I didn't know you could even read Charlie Brown. And then at the end, Charlie Brown says, do you think I could finish this book in one, in one day if I knew how to read? It's sort of kind of got this um, just absurdist kind of humour. Yep. Another one is on the 8th of March. Um, and it's not Charlie Brown, it's, it's Patty who delivers the punchline right. on this one. And it is, um, so the first frame is, is Patty on the typewriter. Clickety click. Um, the second frame is Patty. Uh, Shermie appears and Patty's talking to Shermie and Shermie says, "Gee, Patty, I didn't know you could type." And then Patty's like, "Sure, I can type a hundred letters a minute." And then the fourth one, she's like, "The only trouble is I can't make them into words." Yes. Um, so it's uh, you know this sort of kind of humour that that he sort of that Schultz has brought in in previous months as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like intellectualizing the characters for three strips and then bringing them back down to reality yeah exactly like there's there's almost like yeah yeah exactly that like building them up and it's like well you know it's 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 not a thing anymore. And look how Shermie is sitting in panels three and four there he yeah. is with his rancho relaxo yeah it's yeah. definitely a, a sort of um a drawing uh drawing technique that Schultz has brought in in the last couple of months isn't it it's yes, yeah yes. as I say I don't think I saw it in any of the previous months I did flick through um, and it's just the last couple of months we see this um, 
yeah, this sort of kind of the way they sit, it does make me laugh. It does. It's so, um, it's so Rancho Relaxo. <laughs> but the last third the, one, the last one is the, um, it's the seventh uh, of of uh, March. It's the, the the previous one to to the typewriter one, where Charlie Brown's yeah. looking at a toolbox. Uh, he's holding a hammer. He says, "It's no use. I just can't do it." And then Violet appears in the second frame and says to him, "What's the matter, Charlie Brown? You look discouraged." And in the third frame, Charlie Brown's sitting in his Ronjo relaxo pose, <laughs> yeah. and he says, "I wanted to build myself a workbench." And then the fourth one is, "But I don't have a workbench to build it on." Yeah, <laughs> so it's just uh, it's just that that type of humor that um, that sort of kind of yeah I want to give it a name. I think but... absurdist is 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 quite fitting. You think? Okay, yeah. we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, uh, re- listeners, now. if you want to write in, you can still be the first person to write us an email. You can still do it. <laughs> uh, if you want to give us a name for that kind of gag, we'll, we'll be more than happy to read it out and take it on board if we like it. <laughs> cool. Um, do you want to do you want to have a go next, Chief? I've got, I mean, I've got I could talk about probably about. 80% of the strips in this month. I just, I just right. love so many of them. But uh, let, I I'll, I'll, I'll pass over. You mentioned it that the mud pie thing, because Violet has again got two or three mud pie strips in here. I, I quite like them. It's quite funny because yeah. just the idea of someone eating... I never knew as a kid or when people talked about mud pies, were they fake pies that you pretend to eat? Because no one surely eats mud pies, do they? Or do they? I don't know. They uh, don't. Charlie I, Brown, do you know I, Charlie Brown I did, did last they... last month, and he did not like the <laughs> coconut. <laughs> I had to Google it because I had the same thought. I was like, because I, I think it's quite an American thing, eh? Mud pies. It is, I don't yeah. Think, yeah, and and it is like it's a way of children playing um, and sort of kind of yeah making sort of Im- not imaginary food, but like kind of sort of replica food out of out of mud. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely, it's not so something to. In so. in that one on the third. You hear Charlie Brown, well, you see Charlie Brown, he's quizzical look. They're ruined. They're all ruined. They're ruined. Panel two, they're ruined. Every one of them. And he's got these question marks. What's going on here? Uh, panel three, what's the matter, Violet? And the table's upturned. And she's like, my mud pies are ruined. And then panel four, they fell in the dirt. You know, again, kind of absurdist humour again there because they are made of dirt. And then on the 10th of March, she's sitting down. She's looking through all these books. I've lost it. And then next panel, I can't find it any place, throwing stuff around. Charlie Brown appears. What did you lose, Violet? And the fourth panel, my mud pie recipe. As if there's, you know, uh, 10 different recipes with 100 different ingredients and all kind of that kind of stuff. So I, quite, I kind of find the mud pie stuff quite funny. Do you know what the two ingredients of mud pie are? Go on. Mud and water. Mud and water, exactly. Mud and water. BBC you Good Food make... website. I've got that up there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. But you can have different kinds of mud, can you? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, like you have like a sa- yeah sandy mud, yeah. Um, New Zealand mud, New Zealand uh, mud. Yeah. Uh, there's there's quite a lot of repeat gags as well. I'm finding so you get on the 16th, which is one of my favourites, is Charlie Brown in the bath, and just repeating in terms of the the bath is involved in the strip and the final panel. He's always looking to the reader and breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, which is kind of a repeat we see, and then there's also, uh, I think it's the second one of the month on the second of March. Snoopy just sitting eyes closed. Panel two, his ears have suddenly sprung up. Panel three, he's running, and panel four, Charlie Brown says, "Rats!" He can even hear me lapping an ice cream cone, and I'm sure we've had this exact same strip, but with Charlie Brown unwrapping a sweet wrapper in panel four. Yeah, 
Yeah, we did. We spoke about that one before because I remember sharing the um, the anecdote of, of my dog whenever it hears the cheese wrapper. That's right. That's right. Yeah. How, how do we feel about rats as an exclaim? <laughs> rats. It's very rats. 1950s, I think. <laughs> 1950s USA. Yeah. yeah Had there been like many rat problems in in the USA that would, you know, garner rats to be uh, the mortal enemy to be used as a swear word? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You'd imagine it, you know, maybe post, you know, the plague. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was there a rat plague in the USA? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think there was, no. Okay. I don't think there was. That's another thing I'm going to have to Google. I'm going to have to keep a notebook on the side here and just write down yes. things I need to Google. I mean, I do that anyway, like during the yeah. day. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've got a, a, a couple, one of the sort of the other things I like about this, there's two strips in here which really kind of speak to me. Um, Right. Uh, like they're, they're th- kind of thoughts I had, and the first one is, is quite funny because I actually said this to um, my partner Lucy, not the Lucy, yep. um, the other the other night when I was just I remember going to the going to, just before going to bed, like going to clean my teeth and having to take my contact lenses out. Oh yes, yes. and I said, I says, oh, I know you know, oh, I just want to go to bed, like I just want to get up from the couch and walk yep. straight to bed and lay in bed and sleep. Because um, I'm, I'm quite lucky. I'm one of these people who falls asleep very, very quickly, and just gotcha. need. So I need to be like, as soon as I hit that point where I just need to sleep, I just want to be asleep. And then you've got to go through this whole rigmarole. So there's this strip it's on the 19th of March, which is my brother's birthday. Excellent. Um, birthday. So you see Charlie Brown over the sink. Wash my hands, he says. Um, in the next frame, it's scrub my face. And in the next frame, it's brush my teeth. And then in the fourth frame, it's like. What a waste of time, considering I'm just going to bed. <laughs> and that it's one, that, it's so true. It just really, facts really spoke to me. Charlie Brown. And then, yeah. and then, the, in fact, the other one um, that really spoke to me was the because I've I had this, I've had this thought, and in fact, I used to have this thought as a kid, even right. though, like, as an adult, I, I don't know how you feel on the sweet and savoury, but I'm, I'm very much a savoury food person. I much prefer savoury food to um, dessert. You know, if I'm going to go for a two a two course set meal, I'll always go for starter main i'll never go for main dessert um yes. I'm, I'm just that way inclined i'm um, probably the same yep yep yeah but this one is um charlie brown sitting at a table um with patty and they've got food and a couple of cups in front of them and charlie brown's got his dessert there it's like a little bowl of what looks like ice cream and he says i'm going to eat my dessert first and then patty swipes his ice cream away and says oh no you're not charlie brown and then in the third frame if you do that, you'll spoil the rest of your dinner. And in the full frame, it's like, well, I'd feel a whole lot worse if the dinner spoiled my dessert. <laughs> I just, You're like, that's true, Charlie Brown. I've, I, I just love that. I just love that, that that observation. It's great. Yeah. Um, it's it's really kind of put into words. I think thoughts that I don't know many of us have probably had down the line when you know we're in a, in a dessert phase of our lives. So yeah, they're they're two they're two really good ones for me. Yeah. I do like, I'll tell you one that did make me chuckle is just on that same page on the, and when I say on that same page, we're both reading from the Canongate Complete Peanuts editions, nice landscape editions. They they group normally two years together. This one has two years and a bit because it started in 1950 October, but they're lovely, lovely editions. You can pick them up fairly cheaply or you can go to gocomics.com slash peanuts and you can read all the strips for free there. But anyway, on this same page, on the 15th uh charlie brown is smiling i have not done a charlie brown smile count it's i think it's quite hard although there are a lot of frowns here in this particular month but anyway he's talking to patty patty's sitting down playing with a doll and he says patty one of your admirers is at the door 
And then Patty's walking off. She says, gee, an admirer. I wonder who it can be. Third panel, there he is at the door, Snoopy. Exclamation from <laughs> Patty. Panel four, she's chasing Charlie Brown. He's doing his little quick uh, quick sprint away with his chuckle. And he's like, it's things like this that keep me young. You know, and we've seen that same gag again. But with him, I get my kicks or, you know, I get my yeah. laughs. That, that same punchline payoff. But Charlie Brown yeah. playing a nice yeah. trick. It's nice that you, know, you mentioned the, the smile count and the, the frown count because one of the things I did like about this month was I think we see the many the many sides of Charlie Brown this month. We do see his playful yes. side, we see his fretting side, we see his angry side, um, his frustrated side. I think it all sort of comes out in this month, and I really quite I quite like that. Um, yeah, for sure. It's almost like an e- in equal in equal measure. Yeah, I think so. I think at first glance, probably way out of whack in proportion to one or the other, but for, to my eyes, it looks about equal in terms of how he's feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one. There was one strip I, I wanted to kind of highlight um, because it, 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 it. I think. I mean, for me, Schultz with with his use of words is is is, is bang on. He never he never really seems to use more words than is than is necessary. Um, I don't I don't think, except in this one strip, and it's it's really stuck out for me. And it's a shame because uh, you know, although this is, as I said, my favourite month, and this this strip would have been probably my the funniest one except it got ruined um i think by just right. one speech bubble too many okay um, go on then. and it's a visual gag um we've spoken a bit about the visual gags in the past few months especially with charlie brown's comedy tie yes. um, but this one um it's on the the 24th of march uh and we see um patty and violet walking uh walking along together and patty says i wouldn't want to own just any kind of dog and then violet replies oh no me neither I'd want one that looks very. In- I want one that was very intelligent looking. Yes. And then you see Patty looking over out of screen, pointing at something, and he says, "Do you mean like that one?" And you see Snoopy walking past wearing a <laughs> pair of glasses, and it's funny. <laughs> Snoopy looks funny, but it's ruined by I think that final speech bubble that says, yeah. "Yes, that's the kind." Doesn't he look intelligent? It's totally. It was totally unneeded. That could have yeah. worked as a as a purely visual gag because um, it does. Because Snoopy wearing glasses is is very funny. Um, yes, yeah, I think so you nailed it there. We'll take out that because that, that one didn't leap out at me when I was reading it, and now I know why. It's because that last word balloon, you're right, kills the gag. Because don't explain something to me, which at first glance I'm picking up straight away. Because if it's an image of a dog wearing glasses, your <laughs> eyes are drawn to that straight away. It's like because dogs don't wear glasses, so the gag yeah. is very, very perceptible and very um, understandable. So yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I think you've nailed that. Yeah, I think he's gone too far. I just have one other one that I wanted to bring up that yeah, really made me laugh. Um, was the it's another violin one. You see the first frame. This is on the the twentieth of March. Charlie Brown playing the violin. He's got his tongue out. I love it. He's got his tongue out. My brother used to face. do that. He used to have his tongue out of his mouth when he was concentrating, or when he yeah. was angry. It's quite funny. Yeah. Um, and then in frame two, he's he's playing playing the violin uh, again. He's got a very serious face. Um, the, the sort of like the notes, the quavers and the semi-quavers are coming off. And then Shermie appears. Um, and as we know, Shermie came from a musical family. I've spoken about this before. Yes. Um, how's your playing coming, Charlie Brown? And then Charlie Brown says, not too good. <laughs> and I love this last line. In fact, last night I dreamt that Beethoven strangled me. <laughs> that, really, that really made me laugh. That's um, funny because last month he, he wondered if he was going to get in trouble for uh, killing Beethoven or something like that, for Beethoven that, that, dying. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite dark when he brings up Beethoven, isn't it? It kind of yeah. reaches the dark yeah, side. Death involved. 
Yeah, yeah, that really, <laughs> did, that really did make me laugh. That's actually a good one. Yeah, you're turning me on to a couple of these, which is nice. Uh, the last one I wanted to mention was on the 22nd because I thought we were getting a Violet Charlie Brown pairing and a Shermie Patty pairing off. But on the first panel, you get Patty and she says, This is my hope chest to Violet. And Violet says, What's the hope chest for? I think this is an American thing. And then the second panel, Schultz is using a different angle here in this second panel. I don't think we've seen before. Kind of the the foreground is placed in the lower left of the panel, looking over Patty's right shoulder to Violet in the distance in the kind of middle right of the panel. And Patty says, you save things in it when you need, uh, you'll need when you get married. And then... Uh, in panel three now patty's all rancho relaxo leaning on the on the hope chest and violet says what do you have in yours and in panel four she opens it up charlie brown who looks like he's suffocating <laughs> he does he's, I think he's coming out with, yeah yeah she's basically it's a horror strip she's trapped a young boy in a box and she'll release him as and when she chooses it's a bit misery isn't it like yeah. Kathy Bates and James Carr. It's a bit misery, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, whether Patty is uh, fed up with Shermie now and she's moved on to Charlie Brown, but, you know, he got in that box. Whether, well, yeah. whether he was forced in or got in, you know, there's a mud pie in the bottom of that Charlie Brown. Go and have a look. And he got in there and she slammed the door <laughs> shut. I don't know. I don't know. God, yeah, yeah. That, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I like, yeah, what you kind of said about a hope chest. It maybe is an American thing. And I think, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's, I'm going to have to Google this because um, I'm going to now talk parties. about something I know nothing about um, with some authority. But um, I'm wondering whether it's sort of, you know, like a Charles Schultzism, you know, like apparently he, he coined the term security blanket, you know, with, with when Linus. Right. Um, so whether hope, you know, a hope chest might be a, it okay. might be a, a Charles Schultzism, but um, yeah, um, any of our American listeners, um, you know, how to get in contact with us, um, your email yes. will stick out. Yeah. <laughs> it, will be, it will be quite prominent in our, in our inbox. Um, if you fancy getting in touch and of course yep, there's right. actually, um, on the last day of the month, just turning over the page, sorry, mate, there's a, um, there's a, right. another mud pie. It's a game where Violet adds things to them. That Charlie. Oh Brown's. yes. Another mud pie one. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. 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 So she's first panel. Ah, these are deluxe mud pies. I've added butter, milk, and brown sugar. And then panel two, Charlie Brown's popped over. Here, Charlie Brown, try one. And then he's had a little bite, and he's sticking his tongue out, and he's got a furrowed brow, and she says, are they all right? And he looks back at her, and he says, I'm sorry, Violet, but I've got a cold. I can't really can't taste a thing. So uh, another nice... He, he's pretty good at the punchline gag, I think, Schultz. Yeah, he, he is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think he's very good. Um, it's just when, when they when they get in the way of a good visual gag, as, we, as we've explained. I like, yes. I like the way um, Violet's mud pies seem to hold their form. Like Charlie Brown's Absolutely. got it there. It's like a, like a cookie or a Belgian waffle. Yes, um, yes. Just in his, in his hand. What What's uh, your favourite topping for a Belgian waffle? I think I just eat them. You just like I them as I they are? I think I just eat, eat them as they are. But I tell you what, I probably would are like Are you talking them. like a Belgian waffle out of a packet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about like a toasted Belgian waffle? Would you, like um, would you put anything on that? Like as in like a like when you get in like an American house. diner, or is that yeah. an American waffle? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like I'd, uh, maple syrup and whipped cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's yeah. pretty solid. Pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, maple syrup on anything really, like pancakes yes. as well. Maple no, it's, syrup. It's probably one of the greatest syrups. It, it's 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 the greatest syrup. Oh, it's the greatest yeah. syrup. Yeah, it, you're probably right. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, uh, if you've what got any opinions on syrups out there, people, please write in and let us know. Uh, you can find us on wetalkpeanuts at gmail.com or talking nuts on Instagram or 
No, sorry, it's talking peanuts on Instagram, and I think it's talking nuts on the X. On, on X, yeah. yeah. X Twitter. X Twitter, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully I've, I've, I've swayed you, Chief, this month. It really was for you me. You have, honestly, was, you it, have. You have. You, you've highlighted a few that, that I glossed over that, yeah, that are that may now make it into my top 10. But we are going to compile that. We've got six months worth of strips now. So we're going to compile our top 10 from that six months. And we'll put it out on the social media, what, what we liked, what we, we thought our top 10 was. And we'll kind of revisit that every six months, I think, Parky. How's that sound? That's a, that's a good plan. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So that's, that's some homework ahead of um, our next yes, recording. Absolutely. And cool. next month will be April 1951. I'm going to have a super, super, like super quick look through here. Actually, there was one funny one. I'm going to go back to another one that I did like in, uh, Mar in um, uh, March. So the 29th of March... There's Patty and uh, Charlie Brown are squatting down and Patty says, Mighty Oaks from Little Acorns Grow. Now, that's in quotes, so is that that's a famous quote from someone? Yeah, that is, a, that is a famous quote, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have heard it before, no idea who. Then Charlie Brown says, really? Then she's planted the seed. She says, sure, we'll plant this acorn now and an oak tree will grow right here. And Charlie Brown says, well, I'll be. And then Charlie Brown's buggered off in panel three and she says, now, where did he go? question mark question mark and he's come back with an axe and she's like hey get away get away from here with that and charlie yeah. brown is going to wait probably 300 years until this oak tree grows and he's going to chop it down chop it down now here's a, yeah. here's a question for you because i think this is a bit less clear cut would that would that strip have worked better without the final without the final speech bubble if it was just if it was just like a like a, an angry looking patty staring at charlie brown with his axe, because the, the axe is quite a visual gag, isn't it? I like think this you're little right. Boy, I think you're right. It's another. It's an. He's there's there's. I suppose the glasses on Snoopy work definitely work because dogs don't wear glasses, but you can see that this is an axe, and you get the intention from it is that Charlie Brown wants to chop down this tree when it grows, and he's going to wait around until it grows. So yes, I think you're right. Again, we don't need that um, word balloon. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's less yeah a bit less clear cut than the, the Snoopy with glasses one, but um, it's less it's less ruined I, I should say by by the speech bubble. Yes. Um, yeah, but I yeah. think yeah just just yeah the kind of absurdity of Charlie Brown standing there with his big head <laughs> holding an axe waiting for an acorn <laughs> an oak tree to grow. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, yeah, good. Good, um, good stuff. Another good fun stuff. episode, Parky. Now, Great episode. Can are you okay to provide a snack for next week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get more homework. Got homework, and I might try and order one of these um, peanut drinks off. off um, Do it. Now, I had a peanut-based chocolate bar yesterday at work, and it was not a Snickers. And I have not had one in a long time, and it was so good. I'm going to buy that again. So in two weeks' time, I shall be parading out a peanut-based or a peanut ingredient in a chocolate bar. Um, yeah. I'll leave you to guess. Parky might off-air might be able to guess what that is. But... That's it from us for this week. You can catch us in all the usual places. We uh, we talk peanuts at gmail.com, talking peanuts on Instagram, talking nuts on X, formerly artist, formerly known as Twitter. And that's about it. So I guess all there's left to say is it's goodbye from Chief. It's goodbye from Parky. No, I've done that wrong, haven't I? It's goodbye from, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from Parky. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Good grief. 
Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. And peanuts soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, hotter than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.